This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Thanks for listening to this podcast of Bet MGM Tonight. Our show is live every weeknight from 7 to 11 p.m. Eastern on Odyssey radio stations around the country. Odyssey.com as well as the Odyssey app. One of my favorite men in the world. He doesn't even know that. Just had a birthday. Still looks as young as ever. And also, you know what, Ryan? Because this is your co-host. Who's that? Oh, Who is Cody. that? Oh, <laughs> Cody. Cody Decker. Oh, gosh. He has I, to I, see I, I, MLB always, I always try to bring Cody in and set Ryan up for his guy, and then he always butchers it. Sorry, his. Cody. I got money on Iowa, and they've missed like 13 straight threes. How are you? It's fine. It's fine. Ryan, you didn't even know the name of our own show. <laughs> no, no, no. Don't throw me under the bus. I know. It's only two of you on the show. It, it, well, I didn't say I knew the name of the show. I'm just saying you didn't either. It's the longest title. Like the longest title since Don't Be a Menace in South Central While Drinking Your Juice in the Hood. It's the BetMGM yeah. MLB movie, by podcast by, powered by BetQL. Right? Yeah. It was basically if, yeah. if a podcast could be like a NASCAR driver. <laughs> yeah. Powered by, powered by Red Bull and Americanos, right. the MLB podcast yeah. with Cody Decker and Riot Horror. I wish we had an episode this week because, okay, so the Hall of Fame comes out and uh, I wanted to complain Ugh. because no Barry Bonds, in my opinion, the greatest baseball player ever to play the game, even before uh, the steroid scandal and whatnot. What scandal? Um, he was he was a 30-30 guy, the, the greatest baseball player I've ever seen. And then my issue is David Ortiz gets in, you know, and, and he does have a failed test. So just your thoughts on that whole process, the Hall of Fame, uh, voting, the ballots that come out, and uh, who gets in and who got, who is not in. Um, uh, uh, parody. Just yeah. All of this is a parody. It's just a pure clown show. Everyone who has a vote that didn't vote for Barry Bonds and Roger Clemens should not be allowed to vote again. I honestly don't even understand why writers are the ones voting for this to begin with. Right. Uh, enough, none of this makes sense. And like you mentioned, no positive test for Clemens, no positive test for Barry Bonds, yet there is a positive test for Poppy, yet he gets in on a first ballot. I didn't even think Poppy was a first ballot Hall of Famer you know, without it. I think he was eventually going to be a Hall of Famer, but first ballot? I mean, that Trevor Hoffman wasn't a first ballot right. Hall of Famer. Right. Like, it, it's pretty impressive to be a first ballot Hall of Famer. And Poppy was great. But if you were taking career wars, I, I forgot even to put out the tweet. You take Barry Bonds and you subtract, you know, Alex Rodriguez's career war from Barry Bonds and you get a David Ortiz. Cody, then I, I'm listening to what you're saying and I do agree. So what do you do to fix it? Okay, I feel like every single year we're talking about how to fix the MLB, not just in terms of the uh, Hall of Fame uh, ballots and voting, but also just how to make it more attractive to the casual fan. But how do you, how do you suggest they fix this stupid method of getting guys into the Hall? Players vote. 
I don't know. I think I think there could be a player vote. I think there could be an ex-player vote. I think there's got to be some sort of way to make this work. It make make it like some sort of electoral college. Only it actually works and makes sense. Like that'd be great. But I, I don't get this system because again, we're dealing with writers who are taking personal grudges out on Barry Bonds for what reason? For the steroid era? It was called the steroid era, <laughs> not the Roger Clemens and Barry Bonds did steroids era. Yeah, that's interesting that you mentioned that, Cody, because. MLB profited off of those guys hitting all of those home runs. That grew the game. And in some ways, like you could call them like pioneers. They were sacrificial lambs to grow this sport. Like, what is your thoughts, unvarnished as a man who played the game, but also as a member of the media? Like, how trash are we really? I mean, a little bit of both. I think there's a give and take. I just think it's kind of ridiculous not to just – I mean, if it's a Hall of Fame and we're just basing this on merit, I mean, then we got to base it on merit rather than, you know, oh, well, Barry Bonds was mean to me, and, oh, there's the steroid questions. Look at the Hall of Fame right now. Look who's been inducted in the last 15 years, and we're going to complain about Barry Bonds and Roger Clemens doing steroids? Right, exactly. What do you, how, do you, how do you think uh, this whole lockout, this all ends? And when are we going to be able to talk some free agency? And Carlos Correa, who unfortunately is not going to be a Cub, uh, we saw who he hired as his agent. He's, he's getting paid, man. He's not taking less money. He's not taking less years. It's just not happening. He's most likely probably going to be a Yankee, I would say. We could talk about that. But uh, when do you think that this is all going to get resolved? I honestly, and I'm starting to actually feel optimistic about this. I know everyone was talking about that first meeting earlier in the week saying, hey, man, it was colorful and it was basically an argument. But they met the next day and both sides started making concessions. The fact that both sides are even talking this soon is a good thing. I honestly am starting to have some hope that we might get spring training to come near starting on time. Now, do I think we're going to start on time? Probably not. I think it's going to go probably a week into spring training, and then it's just going to be an absolute frenzy of free agent signs. I'm more excited for that week than anything else. Just that It's going to be absolute chaos. Cody, what do you think t- – what, what should I make of the MLB not requiring uh, the minor league players to have the COVID vaccine for the upcoming season? Like, is, is that something that can roll into the larger um, conversation of the MLB in general? I think so. It's just a very confusing step. But here's the thing. Last year, and I got this from a couple of organizations, they didn't really necessarily require it last season either. Mm -hmm. But they basically told the minor leaguers, hey, if we have a spot open in the big leagues and it's between you and a player who is vaccinated, we're we're calling up the player that's vaccinated 100% of the time. And basically every minor leaguer went and got vaccinated. Yeah, hey, Cody, uh, talking back now, like I want to pretend like the season's going to start on time, right? So some of these free agents, like if I had to ask you today, where do you think Chris Bryant ends up and what do you think his asking price is? You know, like we look at some of these top guys like Carlos Correa and they're going to command a lot of money. What do you think about a guy like Chris Bryant, though? Where do you think a good fit is for him? What do you think, uh, how much money do you think he's commanding? I think he's a guy that can get upwards of 150 to 200. I, I don't know if he's going to be that $200 million guy because that bounce back season, as wonderful as it was, he still has some injuries in his past that still I think is going to scare some people. But I think there's a lot of fits out there. I think San Francisco is obviously a fit for him to stay there. Him coming back to Wrigley would be a good fit even. But honestly, to me, the best fit for him, I keep looking over at the New York Mets thinking what a perfect setup it would be for him. He can both uh, platoon in the outfield and in the infield. And, you know, having that right-handed bat in that Mets lineup would be an absolute I mean, that would be a murderer's row over there in Queens. Right, and with the Giants, like, looking at that division, you know, um, the Dodgers most likely going to make some moves and be good per usual. 
But I just don't know what the Giants are going to look like because they caught everybody by surprise. Buster Posey calls it quits. He retires. We'll see, like, if Chris Bryant's back there. But um, we don't have Wintolls or anything like that currently available because, available because of the lockout. But what are your thoughts on the Padres, a team that we were all high on heading into the season? Like, do you think that they have a bounce-back year? Or do you think that maybe they're underwhelming again? Because it's a team that I'll probably take a shot with with the World Series future. I'm, I'm expecting a bounce-back season from the Padres because, listen, look at that first half of that season. Blake Snell was terrible. He really started to turn it on come August, September. And I think if you have a bounce-back season from Blake Snell, this team is going to be pretty dominant. Keep in mind, they still got Snell, you Darvish. They, they have quite a pitching staff. They just need to get some arms in that bullpen. They get an arm or two in that bullpen, and if they can somehow move Eric Osmer, this team is going to be actually quite good. I'm, I'm really excited to see what the uh, NL West is going to look like. Who do you think the sneaky, like, up-and-coming team is if you're looking not only, like, win totals, World Series future? I know, like, we always hype up the Detroit Tigers. I don't know if I'm, like, fully there yet, though. And Toronto last year, uh, we were all hoping for them to get into the postseason. Who do you think that, like, sneaky team is? I'm, I can't believe I'm going to say this, but I, it also requires them. I'm going to put a little caveat here. They do need to get another arm or two, but I'd actually watch out for the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. I think this team has an actual potential chance to do some damage. You get a healthy Mike Trout and Carlos Rendon. Not to mention, look, uh, sorry, Rendon. Yeah. And not to mention, I mean, you get another year like that out of Otani with both of those guys healthy, that offense is going to be as dynamic as any offense in the league. If they could just get another arm like a Carlos Rodon that's out there, this team could compete. What about Jorge Soler? Yeah, where's Soler going to Where is he going to go? Made a lot of money, uh, what, 2021 on the back end for their free agency. What about him? I don't know. I mean, he's an interesting case because he is just such an all-or-nothing guy. Basically, you're just getting a power guy. Yeah. And, you know, what What are you going to be able to do with him? I, I don't know. I don't know what the fit is for him. I can see him going back to Atlanta possibly. But really, is it going to be a fit with him with everybody coming back from injury? I don't know. I think there's a place for him, especially with the NL most likely getting a DH. What that's, about the Cardinals? going to really open up the field. What about the Cardinals? Cardinals so, that'd be great for them if they got their hands on Soler. And again, if there's a National League DH, nope. they just opened up a huge, <laughs> huge thing for Soler. You don't like that, Ryan? No, no, no. no. Why, no. why, why don't you like them at the Cardinals? They, that's a former, that's fo- former Cub legend right there, George Soler. All of Jorge them, Soler, World Series are, MVP. Every huh? player is a former Cub to, legend, Ryan. No, no, nobody's <laughs> headed to St. Louis. Hey, Cody, so now that we've wrapped up the Hall of Fame this year, I'm looking at 2023. I just want to get your opinion on Scott Rowland. Six year of eligibility. I think he's a Hall of Famer. I go back and forth with my buddies on this all the time. Scott Rowland, Hall of Famer or no? I think he's right on that fence. He's like one of those like Jeff Kent type guys, although I put him in a higher esteem than Jeff Kent. Yeah, I think Scott Rowland is a Hall of Famer. He's one of those guys that are one of the later ballots that I think should get in. But a lot, keep in mind, a lot of those guys always end up losing some votes, even though he's on an uphill trajectory. But here's the thing that I wish we can go back and really fix. There's a guy that's not in the Hall of Fame who played in the 90s who was only seven home runs away from 500. Fred McGriff belongs in the Hall yes. of Fame. And that, until Fred McGriff is in the Hall of Fame, I don't want to hear a word about Scott Rowland. Hey, really quick. How come – so when we do this, right? Like I was talking about this with Ostrowski the other day. Like when we do like, okay, Barry Bonds and, and, you know, we do like Alex Rodriguez. How come nobody ever brings up Sammy Sosa? Like every once in a while with McGuire. That is true. Like the Cubs won't even let him back at Wrigley Field. And I think that that's just like the stupidest decision. Like he should be welcome back at Wrigley. Every player says it. I want Sammy back at Wrigley. Um, how come like we've just forgot about Sammy Sosa just because of the steroids? Because, I mean, come on now. He saved baseball, him and McGuire that summer. I agree with you. He did, him and McGuire in 1998 absolutely saved baseball. And anyone who says otherwise is just lying to themselves. It's uh, Why is he not talked about in that same esteem? 
I'm not going to lie to you. I have no idea. Um, there's something there. Because he was a crappy teammate, not, maybe? <laughs> I don't know. There's something there that someone's not talking about, and it's keeping him out of somewhere. I don't know what it is. Because you're right. We talk about Barry Bonds. We talk about Mark McGuire. Uh, Sammy Sosa had 600 home runs. That is as short of a list as it gets in Major League Baseball when it comes to records. So I don't understand why we don't talk about Sammy Sosa like that. I don't understand why there wasn't more controversy about Sammy Sosa getting in the Hall of Fame. Right. It's – it's it's honestly a perplexing thing, and I don't have the answer. Cody, real quick, what do you think happens with Freddie Freeman? I think Freddie Freeman's just going to end up right back where he is, Atlanta. If he's not going to be in Atlanta, he's going to be in Los Angeles with the Dodgers. But I just – can you really see Freddie Freeman playing anywhere else but Atlanta? I just don't. I could see him backing up maybe Patrick Wisdom. I'm kidding, of course. <laughs> wow. Wow. Yeah, All right, Cody. Died. We'll That's talk about note. you often. We'll, we'll, we'll talk again. Hey, Check man. in on him more. Hey, you know, my teams are all falling apart, man. All right? Like the Bulls, we had a solid like three-week run, and then everybody got COVID and got injured. So I'm just – I'm hoping for just – I'm hoping for like 90 wins this year. Hey, 75 wins I'll be happy with. Kidding. Cool. Cody, hey, not, not only that, and keep in mind that the Cardinals, man, they just hired a teenager as their manager. You should feel good about that. He'll be a genius. Yeah, he'll be a genius. I remember when people thought that Theo Epstein was too young, and then look what he did for Boston, man. Cody, so. what'd you do for your birthday? Like thirty seconds. What do you do? Anything special? Yeah, what'd you do? No, I, I did absolutely nothing. That's 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 a big deal. Doing I don't, nothing. I, I, don't, I don't believe valuable. you, Cody. I don't believe you. Do you, you at least have some cake God, or something? No, you don't get it. My anniversary is two days after my birthday. My oh. wife planned this very cleverly, so my birthday doesn't matter anymore. <laughs> we have to plan for the anniversary. My wife's birthday is the day after my birthday, which is the worst because we like to celebrate our birthdays two totally opposite ways. So if I'm hungover on her birthday, I never hear the end of it. So my birthday you are- guys planned your you guys planned your anniversaries. Don't blame it on the women. You um, should have literally I, had your first had kiss later. Yeah. You think I had a say in this? You kidding me? I haven't had a birthday in four years. Yeah, yeah. Well, we have us, and that's all that matters, Cody. Thank (laughs) you for joining. That's Cody Decker, our Odyssey MLB inside. And, of course, you miss any of that great interview with our guy, Cody. Check out the podcast. Type in MGM tonight. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE.